to have heaven on earth, you will need freedom. That's it, my friend. Freedom will give you heaven on earth. Hello, hello. It is Laura Pereca. How are you doing, my friend? This is the fourth part in our four-part series, Heaven on Earth, and you are in for a treat tonight. We, or today, or this afternoon, whatever time it is where you are listening today. <laughs> freedom, freedom. Nobody's going to give it to you. You've got to create it yourself. How, though, how do we have freedom? Maybe you're in a country where you feel you are not free. Maybe you're in America where you think you should be free, but you don't feel very free. My friend, number one, freedom isn't free. You got to create it. You have to work for it and create it. When my daughter was young, she'd ask, can I go out and play? And I would say, do you have the freedom to go out and play? And she knew what that meant. It meant, are you done your chores? Are you done your homework? Is everything ready and done in the house so that you may go out and have the freedom to play? (laughs) She hated when I said that. Mom, don't say that. But it helped her realize freedom isn't free. Number two, the work is inside you. Way too many people spend way too much time looking outside for the solution. I've done it. You've probably done it. But the truth is the answers are inside you. So that means the work is inside you. If you want to be free to express yourself, do you? I do. I love being able to express myself, but I'm not always free to do that. There are certain circumstances, uh, certain people where you just don't feel too free to be yourself, free to be me. And my daughter has a friend who has a tattoo on her arm and it says, I be. And we laugh about it because I was saying to her before I knew her friend had that tattoo, I would say, let's just be. Okay, we be. And it was a joke because obviously in English, I am is the verb to be. It's conjugated as I am and you are, but as a way to really push the issue, I be, you be, let's just be. And what that means is free to really be, free to express yourself with maybe without doing anything, maybe with just being. Don't you know the people we love to spend our time with are the ones who do not judge us. They just like to be around us. They just want to be and they want us to be, just to be free. Not just to do the things that you have to do to be accepted. Not just to please others. I've done that when I was younger. I very much was a people pleaser. Matter of fact, on my first evaluation in college, uh, I had a work program the last year, student teaching, and the teacher that was in charge of me said that Laura was eager to please. Yes, that was a compliment. However, was it really? I mean, it was, but when you evolve, when you mature, when you become more wise, you realize that your ability or your need to please others can actually be to your detriment. Have you had something inside of you whisper, I just wanna be free to be me. I just feel like something's not exactly right. If something inside you is whispering that, let me help you out because I have been there, my friend, and sometimes I sink back into that same spot. So I know it too well. Here's the thing. 
Judge not, lest ye be judged. It says that somewhere in the Bible, and I'm sure in almost every religion. Judge not, lest ye be judged. Why? Why do we say that? Because here's the thing. If you go around judging others, then you're inviting others to judge you. Nobody wants to be judged, but everybody runs around judging others. And that's where the problem lie. Do you feel like a victim sometimes? You know, victimhood is so prevalent in the world today. Everyone feels like they're not being treated fairly and they are a victim. Here's the thing. You create the cage yourself and then you lock the door. The door could be wide open and you're afraid to go out. I had two birds once. I say once because I've had many different pets and birds were not usually my pets. Always felt too sad to put them in a cage. But one time I had two little parakeets, a yellow one and a blue one. Uh, Sky was the blue one and the yellow one was day. Day and sky. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Day was the little yellow one, and she was just, she was ornery. Anyway, uh, the reason I bring the birds up is because you could leave the cage door open, and in the beginning, they were afraid to come out. They had their freedom. Of course, I got them a very large cage because, as I said earlier, I never wanted to keep birds captive. I felt too sad with those beautiful wings to not let them have space to fly. So anyway, I left the door open several times when I first got them and oh my gosh, they were afraid to come out. What have you done to cage yourself that you are afraid to come out and you don't even realize that the freedom is in going out, going through that door, being bold and and having that um, the strength to be brave I had a coach named Bella. She was my mindful meditation coach. And she did this activity with me once. She said, pretend you are in a hotel lobby. Close your eyes. Pretend you are inside the lobby of a grand hotel. It is beautiful beyond words. It is comfortable beyond measure. You're sitting there enjoying yourself and you look at the front door the gigantic, beautiful glass front doors of the hotel lobby that lead to the outside, to the street and beyond. You look towards the door and you decide to get up and go out of the hotel and walk. Why do you decide to do that? Bella asked me the same question. I thought and I came up with a reason And then I came up with another reason when she didn't like that reason. And then I came up with with a third reason when she didn't like that reason. And eventually she said, Laura, how about you went outside because you wanted to? You don't have to have a reason. It doesn't have to be because you're tired of sitting or you want the fresh air. You can just go. You don't have to have a reason and you don't have to explain it to anyone. The lesson I got from that activity was that I really spend too much time explaining myself to others, almost as if I was asking for permission. Since that lovely day that she did that activity with me, I very often do things uh, and don't feel the need to clarify. And if someone questions me, I might say, uh, that's what works for me. That works for me. Or if they want me to do something and I don't, 
want to do it, I'll say that doesn't work for me. I don't need to give you a reason or an excuse. I'm a grown adult and I've decided not to do that and my reason is because that doesn't work for me. The freedom in that, that starts your heaven on earth when you become more free. But as I said, <laughs> freedom isn't free. And then as I also said, the work is inside you. So you have to take that time to develop uh, a way to not judge others, a way to, to get away from victimhood, a way to decide that you are worthy of doing things just because you be, I be, you be. Why not? Be confident. That's how you can become more creative. And by the way, the more aware you are, the more confident and the more creative you will be. It all starts with awareness. This is our fourth of our four-part series of Heaven on Earth. And this episode in particular, we're talking about freedom. But I'd love you to go back and listen to the other episodes because then you'll get a fuller picture of how you can have Heaven on Earth. And it begins with being confident, creative and aware. How can you become aware? Doing things like this, listening to a podcast, journaling, talking to others that you feel have gotten to a place that you want to get to. The first step towards freedom, it's awareness. Here's the problem. We're not free. You are not free. I am not free in many ways. Here's the solution get free. (laughs) If you're hungry, the solution is to eat, right? If you feel like you're not free, the solution is to get free. Do you remember when you were little and you got a little cut on your finger or you fell and scraped your knee and you said, I have a boo-boo and you ran to mommy and she washed it and put a band-aid on it? Well, here's the thing. We have internal boo-boos. We have things inside of us that need to get cleaned up and need a band-aid so that they can heal What we have to do is transform our dream. We have to transform the dream that we are living now. Your mind has a a number one objective and that is to dream, to create. How do you create? Mostly by having that free time to use your imagination and to just be. Transform your dream. Because obviously, if you're not feeling very free, You don't have a really good dream going on right now. So you're probably wondering, okay, Laura, how can I clean up those internal boo-boos, those internal cuts and scrapes and bruises so that I can live my best life now? Well, I'm here to tell you that when I was a teacher, I didn't realize how great of a teacher I was until I became a teacher mentor, teacher trainer, and I would go into so many teachers' classrooms and I realized the best teachers create dream options. Then when I was training salesmen later on in my career, I realized the best salesmen create dream options. Then when I was training leaders in communication and leadership, I realized the best leaders create dream options. They help people to see a vision, catch a vision, dream, dream better. You know what? This may offend you, but you suffer for naught. You are suffering on your own accord. And it's based on your BS, your belief system. I know you thought when I said BS, I meant something else. (laughs) But it's because of your BS, your belief system. You suffer for naught. 
Your belief system is based on lies that were put in your head. Your job, just as my daughter, her job, I spoke to her when I went to uh, Portland, Oregon this past week and shared a lot of time with her. And I told her, listen, your biggest thing is to, now that you are an adult, figure out what BS you have in your head. What is it that is not true that you've decided, wait, I, wait a minute, I picked that up along the way. I believed it because my mother told me, my father, my teachers, my neighbors, my best friend, my boss, my colleagues at work, uh, the TV, my president, whoever. Whoever taught you, told you something, don't just blindly accept it. Your job, I said to my daughter, is to figure out what is not true that you've been believing as a truth. A belief is just a, a thought that you keep thinking, but some of them are lies. So if you have lies that were put in your mind, your job is to change that, to get rid of them. One of the things you can do better once you do that is dream. And when you dream better, you manifest, you create better options. You choose better choices, make better choices. Cause and effect. When I taught second grade many, many years ago, I taught cause and effect, consequences. So since you were seven years old, you have completely understood cause and effect. And yet, and yet we get the wrong causes and the wrong effects, we think. Because I was fired from that job, I'm just not a good employee. Or because that person divorced me, I'm just not a good spouse. We're creating the wrong effects from our cause, or the wrong cause for our effects. And that's why you have to dig deep into your mind and look at what you believe. What do you believe? Do you believe wealthy people are mean, stingy, and horrible? If so, you'll have a hard time becoming wealthy no matter how hard you try. Because deep inside, you feel like you don't want to be like one of those mean people. If you decide that you'll always do your best, then you will also decide to really take a look at things. Because when you're doing your best, you're doing what I call plan, execute, review. You're not just planning what you're going to do and executing, but then you review it. You look back and decide how did that go. And when you do this, which is called actually metacognition, Metacognition is thinking about what you're thinking about. When you do that, you help yourself to grow and learn and unlearn. Because guess what? You have to unlearn some things. That's what we're talking about when I say to you that your BS is based on lies that were put in your mind. Your mother didn't mean to do it. I remember talking to my older daughter when she wanted to go to Costa Rica to study Spanish in the summer at college. And I said, honey, you just went to Spain last summer. We don't have the money for it. And she said, mom, I really wanna go. And I said, honey, it's not a good political um, environment right now. The economic environment of the whole world is not very good right now. And she said, mom, I'm going to do it. I'll get a, a school loan. And she went and applied for a loan and she actually got a scholarship. And I realized I had given her bad advice. Based on my fears, I had told her, no, you can't go. Was it true you can't go? No, it was a lie. 
Did I mean to lie to her? No, I didn't mean to. I had my own belief system that said that you had to be conservative. You couldn't do that at this time. And I was wrong. She got the money. She went. She had a grand time. She met more friends and improved her schooling and is a better person for having not listened to her mother, (laughs) me, because I had some BS that needed to change. What about you? Are you aware of who you are? Is Here's the thing. If you're going to master transformation and then manifestation, because we have to first transform. The caterpillar has to first transform before he can fly as a butterfly. You too have to first transform before you can have the manifestations that you want. Live the life of your dreams. You must transform. So becoming aware of who you are helps you in figuring out where you are, as I always teach people when I am working with them in <clears throat> in business growth and personal growth, you have to know where you are now if you want to be able to get to where you want to go. Because how will you get there if you don't even know where you are right now? So, one number one, be aware of who you are. Try to step back and take an honest look at where you are in your life. What have you been believing? What might you want to change of what you've been believing? Then you want to master transformation. This is not easy, but it is fun. I tell people, explore, expand, and enjoy. Explore, then expand, and then you get to enjoy. Although I do think you should enjoy along the way as well. So be aware of who you are master transformation, and then you will get the manifestation. And then number three, be love. Remember I said, I be, you be, just be. Well, what are you going to be? Be love. Love is the positive energy. Really, there's only love and fear. And if you're guided by fear, you will make the wrong decisions. You will make mistakes. But if you're guided by love, no matter what, it will turn out in the end. Negative emotions are going to feed fear. So whenever you feel a negative emotion, say, oh, I remember Laura said that's fear-based. Let's not pay attention to that. Let's move in a different direction. Choose to love. If for no other reason, just because it makes you happy. Should you love someone who hates you or doesn't love you? Yes. Many a guru, many a spiritual teacher have said this time and time again. To be happy, choose to love someone even if they don't love you. Jesus said, turn the other cheek. Gandhi said, love others unconditionally. All of the great spiritual leaders have said this, and they are on to something. My friend, you feel happier. Do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Stop trying to be right all the time. Let it go. As that Disney song says, let it go, let it go. Don't let it hold you back anymore. Right? What do you think? Don't let it hold you back. Here's an example. I visited my daughter last week in Oregon. She was complaining about her landlord. She's getting ready to move, but she had all these things to say about her landlord. And I had to help her understand she was choosing to suffer. She thought she was the victim. She thought the landlord had said things wrong and interfered with her ability to get another place and that it was all of her landlord's fault and she must be doing it on purpose because she doesn't like her. But when I helped her realize she was choosing to suffer and that she could choose another way. 
I'd love for you to listen to last week's episode because in that episode, I say, if you're going to make up a story, at least make up a good one. (laughs) And my daughter had made up a story and it was a bad one. And I said, honey, if you're going to make up a story about Diane, at least make up a good one. And I helped her to change the way she thought about this other person. And that changed her perception. Suddenly, Diane texted her with some good news that I tend to think happened because of my daughter's change of heart. And then everything started to fall into place to the point where my daughter was actually kind to her the next time we saw her at the apartments where she lived. She actually went out of her way to be specifically kind. Why? Because now Diane was a part of her, not a foreign entity that had it out for her. Diane became part of her because love is love. And when you love others, you're almost, it's almost as if we are all one. And it feels pleasurable to be loving to yourself. If you hurt your hand, you don't look at your hand and say, oh, you stupid thing, I'm going to hurt you some more. You love your hand, you hold on to it, you might put ice on it or, um, you know, hold it close and let it heal before you move it too much. So if we care so much for our body, why wouldn't we care so much for others and their bodies and their way of living and their ability to be happy on this planet? Here's the thing. You want to have heaven on earth? Then what you need to do is stop judging. That's the biggest thing you can do to have heaven on earth. Why? Now I'm going to tell you why. You may agree or disagree. And if you disagree, text me, uh, excuse me, email me, Laura at 7dailyhabits.com and we can have a discussion about it. Again, that's Laura, L-A-U-R-A at the number 7, 7dailyhabits.com. Now here's what I'm about to tell you that you may disagree with. When you read, you, okay, why you can't judge yourself. When you judge yourself, you find yourself guilty, and then you need to be punished. Let me say that again. When you judge yourself, here's why we shouldn't judge. If you judge others, you're going to judge yourself. If you judge other people, I guarantee you are judging yourself quietly in your head, but you are still doing it over and over and over again each day. And here's why that's bad. Because when you do, you find yourself guilty, and then guilty people need to be punished. So you will punish yourself. Pay attention next time something comes up where you're judging, where you say to yourself, I can't believe I'm so stupid. Pay attention and guard your words. That was our first uh, part of this four-part series. Guard your words. Be careful about what words come out of your mouth or even the words you think. When you reject someone else because you're judging them, that shows you're not loving them, right? It's either fear or love. When you reject someone else, you're rejecting yourself. And when you do that, you reject your creator because he made us. So don't judge, don't find people guilty, and then don't find a need to punish others. You will do it to yourself if you do it to them. So where can we begin to change? We can begin to change by, as I said earlier, become aware of who you are. Master the transformation by being love and all positive energy as much as you can. Imagine a world where you can be with the one you love, doing what you want, when you want, because you're not afraid of what others might think of you. 
Imagine having your perfect health and not feeling like you have to have a certain partner or you could die. Imagine having the ability to not judge others and make everyone else wrong so that you can feel right. Imagine not feeling like the world is against you and people are bad. Imagine not needing others to constantly validate you by giving you presents and telling you how great you are. Imagine being brave enough to do what you want to do and need to do just because you do, just because you be. I hope you like this fourth part of our series, Heaven on Earth, and I can't wait to talk to you again next week. So excited. I hope you're looking forward to next week because once you uh, validate and figure out who you are, not needing others to do it, but figuring it out for yourself, go back and listen to the other three episodes and re-listen to this one. And by the way, who do you know that needs to hear this? Share it with them. Can't wait to talk to you next week where we put this into action. Goodbye, my friend. You are worthy.